0: Hi, everyone. My name is Abiodun Agbwala. I lead derivatives market group here at FMDQ Securities Exchange Limited. Welcome to Q-Dialogue. I'm a financial market enthusiast and Q-Dialogue offers me the platform to have conversations with my colleagues and experts in the financial market regarding an area of finance that, you know, I hold particularly dear to my heart, financial derivatives, of course. Um, in different episodes, we will have conversations around what derivatives are, how derivatives have boosted financial markets globally and how they can do the same in Nigeria. We'll talk about different exchange-traded derivatives products and crucially, the CCP. Yes, CCP, Central Counterparty. So together with the audience, um, I hope that you enjoy this as much as I do. I hope that you increase your understanding as much as I would and deepen your appreciation for exchange-traded derivatives markets, especially in Africa. Today, the topic before us is FMDQ Claire, a catalyst for financial stability than in your financial markets. And who better to have this conversation with other than the MD of FMDQ Clare himself, in person of Mr. Ayodele Onohome. Welcome to Q Dialogue, Mr. Onohome. Thank you for having me. Jen. You're welcome, sir. Uh, Mr. Naomi has over 21 years experience in the financial market which spans across trading, CIB that is corporate and investment banking, pension fund management and financial market advisory <coughs> with institutions such as Access Bank Limited, Chapo Odena to name a few. Uh, prior to joining us he was the managing partner at 213 Capital, an Africa focused investment and risk advisory firm. But now that he with us in addition to his role the of FMDQ Claire, it also sits on the board of a couple of subsidiaries of the audience company FMDQ group PLC. Uh, so once again, thank you for joining us. <coughs> Good to be here. Again. So at this point, we delve right into the topic. Well, we hope you yeah. don't mind, I will have to take us back a bit because we are discussing FMDQ Claire. you know, past, present, and future. Mm-hmm. So I don't know, for the sake of the audience, and for my sake actually, because I mean, I only just joined FMDQ in 2019. Can you, you know, give us, um, some background story as to the circumstances under which FMDQ Claire was set up or incorporated.
1: Okay, thank you, Bjorn. Um, FMDQ Clare um, evolved into CCP, but right from the start, it started off as a, a clearing house. Okay. And if we go back into history, we will see that it really wasn't carrying that service initially, and all of these clearing services um, came about with the advent of the OTCFX FX futures market. If you remember. Sometime in June 2016, at the peak of the FX crisis within the market, um, FMDQ came up with a product, which was the OTC FX futures to resolve the, the calamity within the market. And one of the things that re- was required in that market setup was um, the, the clearing and settlement of obligations to and from the central bank. And mm. that was the role FMDQ clear. Then a division within the group was okay. playing. Although the service of actual settlement was outsourced to Nibs.
0: Oh, Nibs, that would be the Nigerian Interbank Settlement System. Absolutely. <coughs> okay, I would like to dig into that a little bit, but uh, just for the sake of the audience, you mentioned clearing, you mentioned settlement. <laughs> These are <laughs> big words. That's pardon me. So, so what what would you describe clearing as and settlement? And is there any difference? We hear clearing and settlement okay. used as twin brothers mostly
1: okay okay so if, if you take a trade that occurs on the exchange okay um so two parties agree to buy or sell a particular product at an agreed time with an agreed delivery date okay that delivery of product or cash is what happens on settlement okay that's the end that's the end of the whole process so anything between the trading point and the settlement point is where the clearing activities happen uh and essentially it's about aggregating and determining what sums are due to and from the parties in the trade. Sums whether it's cash, whether it's product, depending on what the product is. So all of that happens from the day of trade up until the day of settlement. Settlement is the actual movement of consideration from party A to Party B. Okay.
0: By consideration I believe you mean <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> amount.
1: By consideration, <laughs> okay. I mean what has been sold or bought. Oh okay. cash to the and, and security item oh, and I'm trying to say not security it can be security it can be FX it can be whatever market it is okay that is very very clear so my
0: understanding now is in a particular trade life cycle you can divide it up into three stages trading Absolutely. itself execution where it happened um, anything from there till the last day which Absolutely. is called settlement and then clearing in the management of are ah, okay. fantastic so beyond um, the role that FMDQ you know was better to clear, now was better to play in the OTCFX futures market, has FMDQ been playing any other role in any of uh, the markets that FMDQ organizes,
1: CFX? Um, uh. um, Okay, okay, if we, I mean from my explanation of clearing, you would see that in any trade transaction it's important to carry out that role of clearing and um, eventual settlement of transactions. And beyond the OTCFX futures market. If you look at the fixed income trading, for example, the, okay. the sports market, one of the things FMDK FMDQ Clear has done, again, as a clearinghouse, I, I need to, s- to be categorical about that. Okay. As a clearinghouse, one of the things we, we've been able to do is to untangle the things that had led to the settlement failures in the past. So what we've seen is before we, we took on that role, for example, we had close to 50 or 49% um, settlement failures within... The um, fixed income market. Okay. But with the advent of the clearinghouse FMDQ Clear playing that role, what we've been able to do is untangle um, um, those transactions and, uh, as such, reduce settlement failures. Now those figures we see hovering around four three percent. So but that's the significant, significant um, credibility and, and and assurance that has been brought to the market just by playing the role of some. Um, a, a, a as a clearinghouse
0: ah, thank you very much for saying i see f- from a data point of view the value had to the fixed income market seems very clear in my head 51 percent or 50 percent settlement failure to now three or four percent D- the problem is that i don't understand settlement failure okay. or untangling if you can you know shed okay. more light what does it mean to untangle how do trades happen in that market what have we done you know
1: okay so so le- let's let do a bit of trading one. okay I, what is trading? I I sell mm-hmm. in exchange for for cash, or I buy and, and, and hope to receive products. Yes, we trade and deal today, and we would settle. We could settle and and say, oh, in two days' time, let's settle. Remember what settlement is: exchange of consideration. Mm-hmm. Even though agreement to buy or sell has happened, some happened two days ago. Okay, but one of the um, key features of um, financial markets is we sell what we don't have. Yes, it allows us to sell what we don't have, (coughs) particularly as long as I can cover within the market. So in a situation where I have sold what I don't have, and then subsequently bought it from another counterparty, just me trading in the market, um, hitherto there would have been a failure because the system would have said, oh, he doesn't have this item, Mm -hmm. he has sold, therefore um, the sale has been Mm canceled. Those are the kind of things that were adding up into that 51, 49% um, settlement failures we were seen. But with the CCP, or not with the CCP, with the clearinghouse, clear. what we're able to do is to say, oh, hang on, he has sold what he doesn't have. But guess what, a few trades after, he bought it. So therefore, he had enough cover for what he sold. So what that does is it then um, um, organizes all of those sums, and then a, a, a predetermined amount or request is then sent to the settlement agency. Let me help you there. Thank you when very I, much. I you can see my face. <laughs> when Thank I you. say settlement agents, now what I mean is, um, for any trade, you have people who remember what I said. Trades happen on the exchange. Yes. The clearing and determination obli- of obligations happens in the clearing space, mm-hmm. and settlement is when consideration is moved. Okay, and that happens via another entity. Another dif- what we call settlement agents. Okay, okay. So where the the consideration is cash, we we'll go to names. Oh, okay but remember cash is exchanged on one leg but securities have to be exchanged on the other on the leg. the other for the security settlement we go to the central bank i see so when i talked about settlement failures i'm talking about w- either on the central bank leg which is between the um, various s4 accounts or on the cash leg. on the cash who needs ah. a failure could happen nib says oh there's no naira in the account so that transaction fails even though four trades later was a sale that would have brought Naira into the account
0: okay that makes sense to me now i mean just to help the audience even appreciate this better from what you have said you have said that our nigerian bond market is a two t plus two settlement market meaning if i trade today typically i would expect consideration (laughs) which i've just picked (laughs) up from you know which is cash or item i'm learning guys uh will come two days time so Therefore, financial market participants or bond traders at times trade, <laughs> buy or sell what they don't have yet, but they are confident that they will get, say, in two days' time. And because yeah. they don't have it yet before FMDQ clear, it's possible that those transactions will fail because somebody checks and says it's not there. But well, it's going to settle on Wednesday, and he has done some other thing that will make him have it by Wednesday. So FMDQ clear comes to untangle such transactions research. that would have tangled. Ah, okay. That, that is, that makes sense to me. Therefore, settlement efficiency has gone up from 51% to over 90%. Over 90. Ah, okay. 97%. 97 i 97, am sorry to have, you know, I was just being humble. <laughs> Another thing I've also learned now from what you have said is that the three stages of uh, trade is trade execution, clearing, and then settlement. And then different entities actually handle this, from, from what I've heard you. Trade execution on the exchange, clearing on FMDQ, clear. And settlement, whether it, it depends on what leg, cash leg, or item or securities leg, will now be NIBS or CBN or FMDQ. Okay, that's that very, very clear. Uh, so, FMDQ Clear was set up in 2017, like I understand. Um, well, has there always been a vision for Clare to become a central counterparty? Because I noticed really because of the conversation, you say CCP, <laughs> CCP, yes, Clare is now a CCP. But, but the question is, has that always been the vision since it was set up in 2017?
1: Well, I, I, I think um, it had always been an integral part of the vision to de-risk Nigerian financial markets. Okay. So what do I mean? Um, yes, as we begin to develop more complicated, more risky products. There's a need to de-risk that market. And it was clear from start that a, a critical factor or element of de-risking that market will be a, a central, central counterparty. Okay. But um, as you would imagine, the, the, the land space, or the space wasn't ready. I'm talking about regulations okay. and legals, and all of those things are not there yet. So whilst it was a, 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 in the vision, it was a dream, the landscape was not ready for it. Ah, okay. So, um, with the triggers from SEC, if you recall that December twenty nineteen um, release regulations that were released by the SEC around um, clearing membership CCPs and the regulations well, around that. So, released
0: derivatives trading on the same day. Uh,
1: exactly. So, with the release of those, um, that was like the the pull of the trigger. So that happened twenty nineteen. Come 2020, the, the review of um, Kama addressing issues around netting and bilateral um, obligations, as well as um, um, securing or ring fencing um, collateral. These okay. are big words. Okay, I, I, I'll take one by one. Okay, thank you. So there you are a few well. things. There are a few. Um, okay, so let's go back. Was it in the vision? Yes. Okay. The products were coming. But the birth of those products were dependent on having a CCP. I agree. Absolutely. But the birth of a CCP couldn't happen because the legal landscape was not ready. Okay. Legal and regulatory. Okay. So SEC was the one that pulled the first trigger, released its regulations around clearing members, the derivative trading members, and CCP. So the FMQ can be registered in, in Yeah, in December okay. 2019. And then in 2020, Kama was, was, was it was reviewed, and the new comma twenty twenty was passed.
0: Okay, so, so I there are two issues. <laughs> it has always, <laughs> and I'm going to, I mean, we are going to get clarity together, guys. Okay. <laughs> FMDQ clear. It's always been in the vision uh, of FMDQ as a whole to make the market good, that is globally competitive, officially, operationally excellent, liquid and diverse. You have to de-risk to to make the capital market or financial market generally more attractive for. You know, for investors to to play, so that is clear, yes. But nothing happened from twenty seventeen to maybe twenty 2020, twenty 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 one when FMBQ clear became a CCP. The issues are in two in two in two parts. Legal framework was not ready. Regulatory framework was not ready. You see that legal uh, regulatory framework. I think I get it. Okay. Because if your regulator doesn't, you know, create um create the regulatory um enablement for you to be registered that, as a CCP. Yeah. You can't just go into the market and say, oh, I'm not a CCP. Under yeah. whose authority. So, so okay. that, that is very clear. That makes okay. sense to me. Okay. Is this legal <laughs> bit, <laughs> okay. I actually do not get it. So you said company and uh, allied matters. I think that is for incorporation of companies. Uh, okay. I did not know that it impacts financial markets so much. So wh- what was missing as okay. far as the legal f- uh, landscape is concerned that
1: stopped us from actually doing this? Okay, um, Company and Allied Matters Act. Yeah. But there are, there are areas within that Act, if you go to the regions of s- about Section 781 or uh, thereabouts. Okay. Those, <laughs> are, those are the parts that are most interesting to us. Okay. Because, you know, one of the things the Act speaks to is what to do with organizations doing a case of bankruptcy. Okay. Hitherto, um, the, the Act had said that, where a company goes bankrupt, mm-hmm. one, transactions that entered into would have to be unwound. Okay. One. Two is that it's assets that are held with other entities. Okay? The, I the, um, had such instances in the market back in 2007. The administrator would actually call for those assets. That's the person liquidating. The person liquidating li- the company in okay. the case of bankruptcy like I was speaking to. Okay. Would actually call for those assets. So you can imagine you've done a transaction. The comfort you have for that transaction is an asset you're holding. You've lent me money, Mm -hmm. and you're holding onto my asset. I have some comfort for the money you have given to me. Mm -hmm. Is that okay? And then I go bankrupt, and the liquidator or the administrator comes to you and says, hey, beyond that asset of area that you're holding, let us have it back. Okay. And you're wondering, oh, but it's securing a transaction. It says, no, let me have it back. You go and queue with the other um creditors to io mm-hmm. and rank pari yeah when we get to you we get to you it doesn't get, to get, get you it doesn't it get doesn't you get no you. that's bad so all of a sudden <laughs> what you thought was 100 percent secured really isn't so that had to be addressed in Kama. okay so what Kama then did is it identified some items or some transactions and that's why i talked about the bankruptcy remoteness and said okay. these um item assets these transactions are remote treat them separate so they are legally protected. They're protected. So that's the ring fencing I'm talking about. So yeah. So that they're protected. So even in the case of a bankruptcy, yes, go ahead and do what you want, but do not touch this. Okay. So those um, um, items that are protected include um, items involved in financial market transactions. Okay. So what it means, therefore, is that you cannot come back and say, oh, unwind this transaction. Okay. So that gave the credibility that was required by a CCP to be able to, interpose itself. I'm <laughs> avoiding the use of the word novice. Oh. <laughs> to interpose <laughs> you itself it, with it, transactions. Okay. Because remember, the CCP's, um, the credibility it brings to the market, the impetus it has to give market participants a comfort is the fact that it has, it's holding on to some security. Okay. So imagine how the CCP will be out in the cold if a party goes bankrupt and then the administrator says, hey, that asset okay I think I'm following but before I
0: you? no 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 you're here to lose me but you might lose me soon so let me arrest it here before I get lost okay. so fmdq Claire was incorporated as a clearinghouse yes now okay. there is the vision of now fmdq clear is a CCP that will comm- comm- commence operation shortly so maybe I should what is the difference between a clearinghouse and a CCP okay. because I think it is that difference that would Make because I'm asking myself, okay, if what I'm just doing is untangling transactions when they get tangled. Ah, anybody that loses his money, I just said the money has gone. Uh, there's nothing I can do about it. Okay. Is there a legal difference between how a clearing house operates and a CCP operates that would make this provision and bankruptcy remoteness and ring fencing important to you? Because you do not, in my head, directly participate in markets.
1: Uh, that's a very big question okay so I try, I try i try my <laughs> best to, to break it down okay so at the clearinghouse remember what i said we determine sums due to and from yes and i also said something that we have reduced settlement failures yes. to about four percent yes so one of the things we did with that was with technology we're able to untangle transactions okay and then reduce settlement failure yes but remember we're not parties to the transaction so that four percent is to say look guys we've tried our best Exactly. We. we this couldn't do. happen. Exactly. Um, that's that's it. But we can't do that as a CCP. Oh. As a CCP. So the role of a clearing house, there is to, uh, like I said, determine some net sums due. That's clearing, mm-hmm. and then passing instructions on to the S- settlement S- agents, agents, whether it's cash or securities or whatever. Mhm. So as a CCP, you do that as well. But the difference is that as a CCP, you do not just determine sums due to and from you. Novate, <laughs> you interpose and replace existing transactions. So, say for example, Biodo and Io have done a trade, okay? Okay, um, what the CCP does is once you've done that trade, it then comes in between the both of us and replaces the counterparties. If it becomes the seller to the buyer mm-hmm. and the buyer to the seller, so all of a sudden, a simple trade between Biodo and Io becomes two trades, okay. It becomes a trade between IO and the CCP. A trade the trade between the CCP and yeah, IO. And And BIODO. Uh, yeah. So it replaces that contract. So the contract between BIODO and IO is totally um, um, exterminated land, or, or, or it becomes non land void and then it's replaced with two contracts. So all of a sudden the CCP becomes a counterparty to the two transactions. Ah, I see. So it cannot fail. Does that so make transactions
0: sense? can't fail anymore. Once transactions cannot in. fail anymore. I see. It makes sense to me. And correct me if I'm wrong. So you are saying that the operations of the CCP equals the operations of the clearinghouse plus
1: novation. A bit more than that. Ah, What is more? <laughs> it, 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 if it was just plus novation, remember transactions can fail. Yes. Normal bilateral transactions can fail. So if it is um, clearing and that is determining net sums due, and then novation, which is replacing contracts with transactions in the CCP. What if a counterparty defaults? Ah, okay. So
0: there are some other So things. It's,
1: it's beyond just um, netting and aggregation and novation. So, so you're right. Y- you're speaking already to the building blocks. First, you want to net, right? You want to novate as well. Once you've determin- done novation, replacing, remember, the bilateral transactions with transactions with the CCP. With contracts. Remember, the role of the CCP is to guarantee both counterparties that Come what may, your transactions will settle. Okay, so what gives the CCP the impetus? What gives us that confidence? Say, uh, don't worry, we'll, B- we'll sort uh, you we'll out. We'll sort you out. So there are other things included, which very important speaks to margins. Okay, speaks to margins, which you will take from parties to the transaction and all of so the there that. So are other mechanisms, that important. Okay. Um, within 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 that I, I
0: think we would explore these risk management mechanisms in some of our other episodes uh, yeah i i find it <laughs> exciting and we'll probably find someone from your shop to quiz it on, on by, the subject
1: by all means
0: oh okay uh my, my <laughs> next question now is around so where where are we now now that uh, everything is in place according to you uh, karma which we now understand is the legal basis for us to you know for lack of a better, I would get there to get into the market and ensure that things, things are sorted and regulatory framework is in place. So where are we with, you know, our journey to, you know, creating this, this catalyst for financial market stability in, in FMD QCLE CCP
1: Okay. Um, that's interesting. It's interesting. Um, it's a long journey. Okay. Um, yes, you're right. The regulatory framework is in place. Kudos to the SEC. The legal framework is in place. And we are, we're happy with the house for, for putting that through. But the other parties to this thing. Um, we're talking about market participants, the, okay. the um, critical stakeholders at, at this point. Um, so, so yes, in terms of readiness, we are ready um, to, to play that role. Okay. Beyond just the clearing bit we're doing today. And, and, and I, I think the, the um, unleashing the power of that CCP will be seen the moment we kick off our exchange-traded product. I see. Now, uh, and you're probably be thinking, why do I think the power will would be, would be shown at that point in time? I, I tell you, so if you look at, we spoke about spot market, right? Yes. And you, you agreed with me that it's a transaction that happens today and typically in two days' time. Maximum. Maximum. Settlement happens. So, I mean, no matter, if, no matter how much you distrust me, you just need to hold your breath for two days. But as we go into the derivatives markets <laughs> it's a totally different ball game i see I mean, you and i right. can, can trade today and we're not settling until 60 days time we're not settling into 30 days time
0: and that's enough time for
1: someone to get this one another precisely <laughs> i mean the way i'm looking at you, <laughs> I you i'm actually credit what you guys you <laughs> know but, but, but seriously so if that entity to guarantee the trade is not there trust me that market will take off because even if I'm willing to take your, your risk for two days, I mean, I won't take it for 30 days. Yeah, you're a good guy, but I won't take it for 30 days. <laughs> I won't take it for 60 days. Right. But do you understand what I'm saying?
0: I, I, I do understand you. Even though I don't know how to feel about that. But No, no, no. no <laughs> it's not about you. It's
1: nothing personal. <laughs> but imagine swap transactions that run for five years. Mm. If there's nobody guaranteeing the performance of those contracts, those tr- contracts will probably will never trade. Oh yeah. Yeah. So it, it's part of... So where it's part of the journey for the... Launch of the exchange trader derivatives where we're saying, okay, you know what it's important for the for, for the derivatives market, and, and it's when that market is launched, you see the the credibility because you know it's new in the market yeah so people are yet to come yeah. to terms with with the, with, the, with the value proposition yes, it's a lot theoretical, but you know the confidence, the comfort it brings to market participants people are yet to appreciate to it appreciate it, it, it full, full depth so yeah, we're on that journey, you know, but um, I, I, I think two things. I mean, that's one. That's the one on the exchange rate I do with it. Yeah. Me. And the other, equally important, is even the opportunity to CCP the spot market. Oh, beyond, <laughs> for lack of a
0: better word, the untangling we currently do to increase um, settlement
1: efficiency. Yeah. We can also interpose ourselves. Yeah, so think about it. Um, you're a trader in a tier one bank. Okay. There's a newly licensed bank. You probably have a few hiccups around doing trades with them, even mm. though it's going to settle in two days. But mm. you're going to have a few concerns about, ooh, I don't have settlement line for you yeah. and all of that. But one of the things we're saying is, OK, hang on. What if we CCP the whole market and say, look, regardless of the counterparty, whether it was issued, well issued a license today or it's one that's 105 years old, doesn't really matter.
0: At least you know me. You know the CC. It M- makes perfect sense. So, so for it us,
1: it's um, a two-pronged approach. One is on the derivative side, um, um, align work with the with um, the exchange in developing that market and providing credibility to the market. But secondly, the existing markets of sports and ripples, um, CCP in it. And of course, you know what would happen in terms of untangling going to yeah. go from 97 to 100, to 100 yeah yeah immediately yeah yeah so 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 for us that's that's what that's where we're going Ah,
0: okay so if i hear you correctly what you have said now okay yes from 2017 we are now a ccp but we want to launch with the fmdk central derivatives market to show value and once there is increased appreciation for the power that the ccp brings okay. to financial stability then know we are going to do the same thing for the sports, sports market. Sport market and i think exciting times ahead guys I, 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 w- I would love to be a part of you know that financial market because it, it brings uh, operational excellence liquidity as well because now people are more willing to trade imagine if Absolutely. you remember now
1: just trading with uh, yeah, it brings liquidity as yeah. and another thing is, is around the efficiency all of a <laughs> sudden you just focus on the price of money. Yes, it's not so much about the counterparty. Oh, is he risky or is he not risky? Mm-hmm. It's just what is the price of thirty days money, mm-hmm. regardless of who the counterparty okay. is. Mm-hmm. So it brings a lot of transparency, as well within the market.
0: The perhaps the last question I would like to ask, except you know something spins off from there, is that what does the future look like for for FMDQ beyond uh, beyond these things that you have said? The markets and then CCP in the spot market, are we looking to, you know, to delve into other markets? What, what is the vision beyond these markets?
1: Okay. For the vision for FMDQ Clear essentially is to be able to take its um, um, central, central clearing um, capabilities, right, beyond the FMDQ market. Okay. And we're going right now, as you would imagine, there's a vertical model we run, mm-hmm. which is clearing and, and setting all transactions for our exchange yes. um, for, FMD for FMDQX. But, but for us, we want to um, do some vertical diversification. Kay. Are there other markets within the Nigerian financial ecosystem. market or the ecosystem that we can provide those services for? Leveraging our technology, leveraging our risk management expertise, re- leveraging resources, diversify within the Nigerian ecosystem as well as outside of the Nigerian ecosystem. I mean, because don't forget our our overall objective is to get that global acceptance as as a CCP. And and, and for us, um, that only comes when we um, novate a transaction or we stand um, as guarantors to a transaction beyond the shores of of this country. And another institution will say, oh, yes, we would accept that assurance from that entity.
0: This is truly inspiring, I must say. And actually ambitious. <laughs> <laughs>
1: More <laughs> bristly, Well, I don't recall us doing anything that isn't audacious here. Yeah?
0: yeah, yeah, true. So thank you very much. This is truly inspiring. I must say, and I must say that the vision is quite audacious. Quite audacious. I'm, uh, I'm impressed, but I don't want to be you right now. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. So. Finally, I mean, what what roles have the regulators played in this journey to, to CCP and then to becoming globally acceptable? What, what roles do you have to see them
1: playing? Okay. Um, um, f- to be honest, I think we will not be where we are today without the support and commitment from the SEC. I, 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 I think they've done a fantastic job. Because remember, it's new mm-hmm. to the market. So it was a learning period for us was also a learning period for the SEC. So I can imagine the challenges they would have had in trying to understand, you know, the things we brought before them, you know, the, the um, unending calls with them, But, but um I, I, I think they, ha- they are, um, they have a positive approach to market development. Mm. Um, and they appreciate the impact this would have in the market. And I think they have been, um, what's the word? Collaborative, that's mm. the word. They've mm. been quite collaborative in the development of this market. Um I I I dare say it's it's not gonna get any easier. Because you know, in this journey to global acceptance, we cannot embark on it alone. We have to take the regulators along with us. Mm-hmm. Our regulators must understand global acceptability and and in, in our journey for global acceptance. So um we've worked together closely, we shall continue working together closely with them and, and Beyond the, the the SEC, I mean, other regulators, they've they've had their the fair share of impact in mm. I, in this market. Central bank, it's not the the engagements we've had with the central bank still on this matter is is, is um it's um almost uncountable, formally and informally, you know, because I, I, again, like I said, a lot of changes have to happen mm-hmm. within the market, mm-hmm. um, within the central bank as well. There's a need for for the guys in the o- in the banking operations. To, to begin t- to understand what this entity is, yeah. you know, yeah. you know, you just hear CCPC, but oh like, what is this entity, you know? Mm-hmm. So we we appreciate the 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 level of understanding. We engage them on a regular basis mm-hmm. to to bring them up to speed, I, and and I think the approach has always been um, whenever to try to 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 um, engage them, never to tired to educate where the need arises, you know. So I think those particularly those two. Um, Regulators, fantastic. Thank you very much. It is
0: refreshing to hear because (laughs) the goals and the future that you have painted is so big that, uh, and it's, it's actually refreshing to hear that regulatory support has been a much needed tailwind for you so once Absolutely. again mr onomi thank you very much for joining us thank you for coming um, i'm sure the audience appreciates you it, it was nice it was nice um having me here thank you very much buddy. Right. thank you uh in our subsequent episodes like i promised during this one we'll be talking more about you know risk management mechanisms and stuff like that thank you for joining thank you